0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from an undisclosed location in South Florida. Welcome back to Club Dub, Locked On Dolphins. We back. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Mm, 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 mm. Doesn't that feel good, guys? Doesn't that feel great? Doesn't that just feel outstanding? Being back in club dub after a three-game losing streak. And <clears throat> the Miami Dolphins defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers in week seven on Sunday night football at Hard Rock Stadium, honoring the 1972 team by a final score of 16 to 10. What was a really promising start became a very stressful. Second half. There were zero points scored by both teams combined in the second half of this football game. We have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players. If they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 extra money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com. Promo code Locked On. So here's the deal. Yeah, this game was not for the ill of heart. It was an emotional roller coaster. There are a slew of storylines that we are going to get into, and I cannot wait to dig into the tape. But uh, I was uh, looking end zone view uh, from Hard Rock Stadium in the 200 level for this contest, and just a A gutty, gritty, ugly, brilliant at the same time performance from the Miami Dolphins defense. And some really good things offensively that I think were marred by getting away from what was working offensively and overly ambitious time to choose to go for it on fourth down in the second half uh, where the Dolphins left a short field goal. Uh, out on the field in favor of going for it and drawing up one of the least inspiring uh, plays. And, and I'm sure that there were some layers to that play that could have maybe ended better. Uh, but the Dolphins ultimately gave the ball to Chase Emmons to run inside on fourth three. And uh, we'll we'll talk about and we'll constructively criticize um, and, and we'll assess this win from as many angles as we can. Uh, but I've already seen some very heavy negativity from Dolphins fans on what this win should have been, could have been, actually was, but I would challenge you this. And if you're watching on YouTube on Locked on Dolphins and you hit subscribe and click the bell so you get the notifications when we get new videos and stuff like that, do me a favor. Look at me right in the eyes right now. Look, look at me. Look at me. If you have nothing good to say, about the Dolphins winning 16-10 to 10 over the Pittsburgh Steelers to move to 4-3 and three on the season after a three-game losing streak. Please, kindly, hit pause, go to your front door and walk outside, and find the first patch of green that you can find, whether it's a yard or a field or lawn, doesn't matter, a weed. Bend down, touch some grass, and then turn around, come back inside, Sit down, and let's talk about the game. Sound good? That sounds great to me. We're going to get the rally towel here going since there was a lot of yellow toilet papers being waved around on the visitor side of the field at Hard Rock Stadium. Listen, the, the Dolphins started fast. They had a brilliant opening script. They managed to exploit the middle of the field With these linebackers and Tremaine Edmonds in coverage, Tremaine Edmonds, Terrell Edmonds in coverage, uh, with great success and with regularity, Raheem Mostert and the running game, the outside running game, some really bright flashes. And the Dolphins were, again, this was yet another game, where the Dolphins probably had five runs where you were getting through the A-level of the defense with a little bit more momentum. From having a 40-plus yard touchdown run, close this close again didn't happen, is what it is. The Dolphins, I thought throughout the course of the game, actually um, kind of started working inside a little bit more, and I don't know why. You look at the matchups that the Dolphins had, and I thought all of their best matchups in the running game were running outside the tackles. I don't know what they saw. Hopefully, there's adjustments. Uh, And hopefully each week when you get a feel for personnel, uh, you can stay true to those things. But uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle throughout the early portions of this game, Tyreek Hill finished with four receptions or seven receptions for 72 yards on 13 targets. Jalen Waddle, four for 88. Trent Shurfield, three for 44. Of all the guys to have your touchdown, it was Raheem Mostert, on an extended play from Tua Valoa. And Tuatunga Valoa himself finished with uh, 66% completion, 21-35, 261 yards, one touchdown, and a 92-7 passer rating. Uh, a lot of the excitement and enthusiasm offensively for the Dolphins Played itself out in the first half. The Dolphins ultimately did, however, uh, finish this game with six yards per play. Average of 12 possessions, 372 yards of offense. They were penalized five times for 30 yards. They were one for three in the red zone. That kept this game close. But shout out to the Dolphins. 111 team rushing yards, 4.1 yards per carry. Steady progress. I'll take it. Speaking of steady progress, how about law of averages coming into play? Dolphins won the turnover battle three to nothing. Win the turnover battle, get more yards. Odds are you're going to win a lot of football games that way. And this was a really, really gutty performance from the Dolphins defense where you didn't have Nick Needham and you knew it. Noig Benagati got forced into the lineup. And I think Noig Benagati, other than Pardon me. Just got my voice back just in time to lose again. Uh, Noah, other than busting a cover three for a 30-yard completion to George Pickens, and then on that same possession, giving up a touchdown pass on a fade in the red zone to George Pickens, and then kind of a ticky-tack defensive illegal contact penalty. Noah played a solid game. Now, I know you're watching on the TV broadcast and you're probably asking, why the heck is Noah so far off? Well, the Dolphins did play a fair amount of zone and you saw these corners quite frequently at the snap of the ball. They would turn and bail out. They're playing bail technique. So they are dropping to perfect or to protect the deep thirds of the field. And uh, as Noah hopefully continues to grow as a player, he'll establish a little bit more of a feel on when I can squeeze and clamp that and play a little tighter. Uh, The big completion of Pickens, uh, it just kind of inexplicably drifted inside with his back to the receiver on the boundary and drifted away. But Noah Igbenogany is one of the heroes of this football game for the play that he made on Kenny Pickett's final pass attempt of the game. An interception by Noah Igbinogu, and those former wide receiver skills at Auburn showed up big time. Noah found the football, and guess what? Noah made the play. And uh, we all, myself included, have um, been been monitoring Noah's development very closely as a first round pick. And there's been a lot of frustration. I could not be happier for somebody right now than Benogany. Because you know he puts his best foot forward. He's been working at this. He doesn't want to do poorly. As Tua Tungvaloa said in his interview with Maria Taylor, no player that's in the locker room is ever actively trying to do something bad. They all want to do well by their teammates. They all want to succeed. They all want to be the best versions of themselves that they can be. And hopefully, this, this little boost, this play, this performance can serve as a catalyst for growth. Because the Dolphins will need it. They absolutely will. I can I can assure you of that. Justin Bethel with an interception, uh, intercepting Kenny Pickett on a target for Chase Claypool. And then Snowman, Javon Holling, huge play. Earlier uh, before the NOAA interception uh, rolling down into cover one rock and driving on it a, a, a digger out for Pittsburgh and jumping and, and intercepting Kenny Pickett to turn the Steelers back in Dolphins territory once again there's a lot to talk about We'll get through as much of it as we can I can assure you that I do need to to Take a sip of my beverage here. It is 1.32 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday, October 24th. Your Dolphins are 4-3. Th- are and three. With the Detroit Lions coming up next on the schedule. This episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by Prediction Strike, the world's first sports stock market. You can now invest in professional athletes just like stocks, it's a lower risk alternative to sports betting and athlete prices move based on performance and supply and demand. If you invest in Jalen Hurts one year ago, you'd be up 48.2%. However, if you invest in Kyle Pitts, you'd probably be looking to sell. He's down 44% after struggling to start the year. There's tons of other options to look at. All athletes benefit too and are entitled to a percentage of their market cap. You can invest in four sports, not just NFL, but UFC, NBA, and MLB. Download the Prediction Strike app and use code LOCKED for a free share when you sign up and make your first deposit of $20 or more. That's promo code LOCKED for a special one-time giveaway. Prediction Strike will choose one person who signs up with code LOCKED and makes a deposit to win 100 free random shares. That could be worth up to $3,000 if you get lucky and receive Josh Allen shares. Invest in what you know. On Prediction Strike, the sports stock market. Whether you're looking to pop the question or have a milestone you want to celebrate, or if you want to let love sparkle, Blue Nile can be there to make your celebrations even more memorable. As the original online jeweler, Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces graded significantly below traditional retailers. Blue Nile has helped millions of couples. Create their perfect engagement ring. Their online tools make it easy for you to choose the diamond shape, size, clarity, as well as aesthetic style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers that will then help you craft her perfect one-of-a-kind engagement ring. Shop stress-free with Blue Nile's 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Blue Nile orders are insured and ship for free in discreet packaging. They also offer overnight shipping if you're in a rush. Make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to bluenile.com and use code locked on to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. That's bluenile.com, B L U E N I L E.com. Code locked on and save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. Bluenile.com, code locked on. I can tell you this uh, the dolphins got every bit of me for 60 minutes. I, um, I've been to some doozies. I was at Tua's first start against the Rams. I was at the Patriots game that closed last year. I was at the Ravens game last year. I was at the the Ravens game this year. I am more physically tapped out from trying to do my 165,000th as I have ever been in a football game. Uh, I will be hopping on a flight this morning at 7 a.m., to fly back to Philadelphia um, and I could not be happier. And I'm so happy for the fans who were in attendance that are Dolphins fans. I met a lot of great people this weekend and it's just another healthy reminder of this fan base that we have. People like Vince, who I met and said hello to, um, had a chance to, to hop on and do a, a podcast spot in the parking lot, uh, my my usual friends, Andy and Greg, and Susan, phenomenal people. There are so many good people that root for this football team that I am so happy got to experience that kind of game in the midst of all of the Aries improvement that are still there. And I think that's one of the exciting things for me as I reflect on this win Is the Dolphins were the more talented team. And the Dolphins were at home. And the Dolphins probably should have won by three, three touchdowns. They didn't. They won by six points. But for the defense, in the midst of the injuries, Brandon Jones went down with a knee injury, was ruled out. Did not look good. Did not put a lot of weight on that knee. Wishing the absolute best for Brandon Jones. Eric Rowe, Next man up. I'm watching Clayton Fezdolum play snaps as a sub-package linebacker. And Clayton Fezdolum, with that tipped ball, earned his entire three-year contract with the Dolphins. That play made it worth it. To disrupt that target in crunch time made a big play. Justin Bethel was signed to be a gunner on special teams. He's playing slot corner, and he picked off Kenny Pickett, covering Chase Claypool vertically down the field on an island. Ben Stilley, UDFA practice squad player, elevated for this contest because Emmanuel Agba out with a back injury. Playing meaningful snaps for the Miami Dolphins. I looked out there at one point, you had John Jenkins, Ben Stilley, Clayton Fezdilum, Justin Bethel, Varone McKinley. That's half your defense. Is those guys. And you gave up 10 points? Are you kidding me? And let's be frank the box score will say that the, the Pittsburgh Steelers had 341 yards of offense. I don't care what the box score says. Pittsburgh went 10 plays, 62 yards, and 213. And 12 plays, 52 yards in 459 in the final second half of the fourth quarter. I'm not a math guy, but that's 514 yards. Through 53 minutes, the Dolphins gave up 200 yards of offense. With those guys playing, significant snaps. How can you not love the effort? How can you not know love the heart? And at the end of the day, that's the kind of stuff that it takes. Because as we've said a thousand times now, every NFL team has injuries and nobody cares that you're hurt. But who's not going to blink? The Dolphins didn't blink on Sunday night football against the Steelers, not defensively. I think there's a lot of room for improvement, there's a lot of room to get healthy. I think there's some room for some player personnel moves. I hope the Dolphins are aggressive. They should be aggressive. Because this is a team. Look, guys. I don't look at the Dolphins and sit here and think this is a team that's going to win the Super Bowl this year. But this is a team that absolutely should contend all the way down through the wire. And if you look at the schedule, and we're going to do it one week at a time. But the Dolphins are 4-3. and three you have the Detroit Lions, the Chicago Bears, the Cleveland Browns, and the Houston Texans are your next four football games. For all the adversity and all the challenges that the Dolphins had, if you take care of business in this stretch, you're going to be well positioned to play in the postseason. And sometimes... That's all it takes. Get in and get hot and figure out the run game at the right time of year. And magically, you're going to be a team that nobody wants to play. I give the team props for some personnel changes. Brandon Shell was your starting right tackle. They benched Craig Little. It was the right move. And I thought it showed. Because Raheem Mostert looked to be well on his way to a... 100-yard rushing game. 16 for 79 for Raheem Mostert. 4.9 yards per carry. 111, 127 rushes as a team. And I thought they ran the ball inside with Chase Edmonds too much down the stretch. Edsman granted 7 for 17. As far as I'm concerned, the Dolphins have a starting running back, and his name's Raheem Mostert. Edmonds' couple, couple plays in the passing game were All hit his hands. One would have been a big third down conversion. Fall incomplete. Self-inflicted wounds. It's the kind of stuff you can't have. It's the kind of stuff that that takes you from being on pace uh, at the end of the first quarter for about 600 yards of offense and 52 points to magically finishing the game with 16 points and 370-something yards of offense. To a tongue of a low, I thought it was a little rusty. Thought he had a handful of opportunities, including one throw in particular it was a post from Waddle and a slant from Tyreek Hill, and they both intersected and overla- overlapped each other in the middle of the field. And it threw it to Tyreek, put it a little far out in front of him. But if he had gone over the top, put some touch on that ball and thrown it to Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle would still be running. He'd still be running. And it would have been six. And I think you listen to the Dolphins in the postgame and you hear a lot of that sentiment. A lot of missed opportunities that left big plays on the field. Okay, you survived. You won a game. And after the last three games that you just played, the last person that you are not going to see savoring this win is me. Every win is a good one. This was a great one. This I'm a, I'm gonna remember this one for a long time. And it wasn't pretty. It wasn't Baltimore in Baltimore week two. And I was at that game. But like I said, I I I gave more of myself in this game than that game as an as a spectator. And I respected the will that the Dolphins showed in this game. Just as much as I respect the will that they showed in that game. Prize picks. Daily fantasy done right. You pick two to five players. If they go for more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 extra money on any entry. There's no competing against other people. It is you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch, including (sighs) NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, College football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. You name it. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy with safe and fast withdrawals and currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com and sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Price picks will give you another hundred. If you put in 50, price picks will give you another 50 as well. That is pricepicks.com. Promo code locked on to get yourself into the action with daily fantasy done right. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I, for example, and this is fun. We'll learn this together. I I did do a a parlay on, on prize picks on Sunday. And had a lot of dolphins on that action. And I did Tyree kill over yardage. Did not get it. Dang, that stinks. Uh, Waddle hit. I had over 60 and a half. of a Baloa, over 40, 245 and a half passing yards. He had 261. Uh, dolphins defense, more than two and a half sacks. I believe they got two. Uh, and then Ezekiel Elliott missed me by eight yards. So, oh, well, as the cookie crumbles. But you know what? Any Ellen prize picks is worth it if you tell me that we're going to visit Club up. And that's exactly where we are at for the fourth time this season. Uh, it is important to note if the playoffs started today, Near the halfway point in the season, the Dolphins would be in. And we just went over what the next four games look like. This is the start. This is the start of separation season in the NFL. And that's what makes it so important that we got these reps. We had this rust. We knocked them that off. We improved from here. And now you worry about the Detroit Lions. And you go from there because don't look up, but the Chargers just lost to the Seahawks and gave up about 40 points in doing it. The Bengals won. The Ravens. These are teams that are are well positioned. The Jets won. They beat the Broncos. Jets at five and two. You tip your cap. Look, we again, we we have to think of all of averages. Uh, Some of this big-picture stuff will shake out, and the talent will settle. Um, But I give the Jets a lot of credit because they're playing hot football, and that's something that I think we should not overlook was a dynamic that was not in the Dolphins' advantage against the Pittsburgh Steelers. This was a Pittsburgh Steelers team that lost four in a row, one of which, in very ugly fashion, they threw the game away against the New York Jets, but then they beat the Bucks last week, and the Bucks are in trouble. I mean, let's be honest, the Bucs are in trouble. But the Steelers beat the Bucks last week without their entire starting secondary, and you looked at that and you said, "Man, this is a team now two and four, prime time." Mike Tomlin never coached a losing record team for at the end of the season. These guys are fighting for their lives. These guys have a lot to lose. They're going to get their, the Dolphins are going to get their best shot, and they did. And the Dolphins withstood that and emerged victorious regardless. So later today, uh, we will check the tape. We'll put the All-22 on. I did get a pretty good chance to overview a lot of this from the stadium. Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm further ahead than I usually am on the television broadcasts uh, for the coaches' the film review, but I'm very much looking forward to breaking down the tape, having a bunch of notes. I have a question before we sign off, though. Is anybody still mad that the Dolphins have Jalen Phillips on the roster? No? Okay. He single handedly killed the first possession for the Steelers coming out of halftime. A tackle for loss, sack and a half, everywhere. Played out of his mind. Props. Javon Holland. Been waiting for a couple big plays. He's been cleaning up a lot of people's messes. Playing conservative on the back end. Dolphins got him down closer to line of scrimmage and in more shallow zones. And he showed up. He made a big play. It was great to see. Former first-round pick Nolan Benogany, one of Brian Flores' pet projects, sticks the dagger. And Brian Flores is Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, Brian Flores is not the head coach of this team. But it felt pretty good, didn't it? it? felt pretty sweet. Let's not forget. It's clubbed up. Every victory is one you should savor in the NFL. And that is what I will be doing. The rest of this morning, this early morning here on Monday, Kyle Krabs, Locked on Dolphins. Keep it locked in here on Locked on Dolphins, your team every day. Fins up, clubbed up.